0: One morning, I was lying on the wood floor, arms spread out, methodically breathing, and I felt a tiny hand curl around my thumb and squeeze. There were no children at this retreat, or even staying at the retreat center, and from the type of touch it was, I could tell the being was still on the other side he telepathically spoke to me he said i'm your son get ready for me
1: you've entered into the world of alternate realities here paradigms are shifted minds are blown and veils are lifted actual supernatural experiences are brought to life through storytelling by the people who experience them. Welcome to Adventures in Mysticism with Leia Grant, where the esoteric is explored and consciousness is expanded. Visit adventuresinmysticism.com to further your spiritual development through Leia's latest offerings. And now we continue with this episode's mystical adventure.
0: Being raised Catholic in a middle-class American community, there was an unspoken expectation that part of what I would do when I grew up would be to get married and have children. My friends and I would even joke about how the first part of our adult life was mapped out for us. Go to college, get a job, get married, by a house in the suburbs with a white picket fence and by the time we are 30 we have two cars one likely a minivan 2.5 children 1.5 dogs and we realize we have become our parents in high school this didn't seem like such a bad plan our life was pretty good so why not recreate it however At that age, we were oblivious to what goes into creating a life like that. Things like a 40-hour work week, debt, and sleepless nights, trying to get a crying baby to sleep hadn't entered our reality yet. Like a good programmed human, I went to college, got a job, and got married. That's as far as I got with living the American dream. Because my husband became mentally ill and his diagnosis of schizophrenia and multiple personality disorder changed everything. Since schizophrenia has a genetic component, there was no way I was rolling the DNA dice to potentially have a child afflicted with that. I had my hands full enough with what was going on with my husband. This story isn't about him and his condition, so I won't go into those details. However, the impact of his illnesses made me take a hard look at whether I really wanted children. When I would think about it, I would come back to thinking that I assumed I would always have two children. I have no idea where that number came from, maybe because my parents had two children, my sister and I, maybe because two would replace myself and my husband, or maybe because I never wanted my husband and I to be outnumbered by our children. Whatever the reason, suddenly I realized it wasn't that important to me to have them. Being a mom wasn't a label or a role that I particularly was looking forward to. In fact, some of my friends in college would say that I felt motherly because of my caring, nurturing nature, and I actually hated it. I wanted to be seen as carefree, playful, and fun, not someone's mom. Interestingly, I still get told that I have this motherly, calming, loving energy by some of my clients and I have one friend who is in her late 20s who calls me Cosmic Mama and Mystic Mama. I even went to a festival and she introduced me to her friends that way. So now that's what they all call me. While it's endearing and kind of cute, there's still a part of me that resists being labeled that way. But I digress. So I moved forward into my 30s, a single woman again, this time with no aspirations of buying a house in the suburbs with a white picket fence or having any children. I lived in a few cities like a digital nomad before it was even a thing. Then I signed a longer rental lease and settled in San Diego to focus on my business, The first business networking meeting I went to, I met a woman and we immediately clicked. We started hanging out and one night at a pizza place in Encinitas, I saw two child spirits hanging around her. They felt like two girls to me. I distinctly got the message from them that they were waiting to come in as her children. She felt their presence as well. Over the next few years, they would show up around her randomly. They didn't do anything. They didn't have any messages for me to give her. They were just there, waiting. When her and her husband were ready to have children and she got pregnant, she had a boy. I clearly got female energy from both of the spirits hanging around. Feeling into her new son, I knew he was not one of these female spirits. This confused me. Had the girl spirits not been there when the opportunity to slip in had come? Did they tire of waiting around and come in through another mother? I wasn't sure. Years later, my friend got pregnant again. When I saw her, I felt the vibration of one of the girl spirits. She had come in. Since I'd felt her in the spirit world, I was excited to meet her in the physical Unfortunately, my friend miscarried. I felt heartbroken for her, and it seemed so odd that the child that she had wouldn't be one of the spirits who'd been with her for so long. Yet the one she lost was. After her loss, I paid attention to see if the other girl spirit would make an appearance. But she didn't. It was as if they traveled as a pair, And now that the one had fulfilled her purpose, they both moved on. My friend did become pregnant again. I was curious if the other girl came back, or perhaps the first girl was coming through again. But no, my friend was having another boy. I didn't recognize him, and he wasn't one of the spirits, though he is lovely and a gentle being. Prior to this experience, I had given readings where I would share the number and sex of children I saw around my clients. I didn't follow up with all of them to know if the children they had were the ones I had seen, but this experience caused me to doubt whether sharing that had any merit. While there were two child spirits around my friends for years, she did have two children, they just were not the same spirits that came through. However, the opposite was true for another friend of mine. When I met her, she already had one son and was trying for a second child. She'd been trying for quite some time and even doing IVF treatments to help the process. Three long years of trying and three failed IVFs had caused her and her husband were in their 40s to turn to adoption before they were both too old to apply. I saw a male spirit around her and felt pretty sure about the fact that she was going to get pregnant and he was to be her son. I even got some messages of things to give her to do that would make getting pregnant possible. I shared all of this with her. She took my advice and her and her husband also started the adoption process. She and I were close and I saw her frequently, which meant I had the opportunity to see her little boy spirit frequently. He seemed to always be with her. Unlike my other friend whose female spirits came and went. My friend came to me one day and announced the adoption agency said they had a baby for her and her husband and they had 72 hours to decide whether or not to take it. It was a little girl. I checked in with the little boy's spirit. He was communicative with me and said he'd be coming soon. The IVF treatments had screwed with my friend's hormones, so her periods weren't normal. She was doing acupuncture, chiropractic, and a few other things to get back in balance. The next day, she admitted that she wasn't feeling very well. Her stomach was queasy, and she'd thrown up her breakfast, which was very unusual for her. I felt like she was pregnant, but wanted her to discover that on her own. That night at dinner, she told me she had wondered herself after getting sick and taken a pregnancy test, She was, indeed, pregnant. Interestingly, the little child spirit went silent, and I wondered if perhaps he wasn't the one that would be her son. Her and her husband decided to pass on taking the little girl offered to them for adoption, since having two babies would be a lot. As my friend's stomach grew, her son's ability to communicate returned and it was the same little boy spirit. He and I had a strong bond. We would chat telepathically. This even continued after he was born. It amazed his mom. Anytime I was at her house, he'd curl up with me, and he wanted to sleep with me at night. She joked that she'd had my son for me. I believe that all three of us had had many lifetimes together, and this was just what this one looked like. Five years passed, and although I could still physically have children and had released any plans or thoughts of doing so, partially because I was still single and I knew parenting was not something I wanted to do alone, And partially because my biological clock hadn't ticked, not even a single stroke. Seeing babies didn't make me go soft and say gaga. Children running around laughing didn't cause me to lament not having a little mini-me. So when I experienced what I'm about to share with you, I had no idea what to think. I was in Costa Rica at a spiritual retreat. Each morning, we would engage in yoga. It was not like any yoga I'd done in a gym. We would hold poses for beyond what I would have previously thought was physically possible. How we did this is a whole other mystical adventure. After yoga, we would lie down and meditate. One morning, I was lying on the wood floor, arms spread out, Methodically breathing, and I felt a tiny hand curl around my thumb and squeeze. There were no children at this retreat or even staying at the retreat center. And from the type of touch it was, I could tell the being was still on the other side. He telepathically spoke to me. He said, I'm your son. Get ready for me. I told him that I didn't understand. I was single. I was not having relations with anyone, nor did I plan to any time in the future. He just squeezed my finger and told me I would. Then he was gone. I laid there knowing I hadn't imagined the exchange, but not knowing what to do with it. I didn't want children, so who was this little spirit telling me he was my son? The retreat was packed with activities, so I didn't have much time to think about it. I was grateful the next day when he didn't show up during meditation. So much so, I'd nearly forgotten about him. But the third day, it happened again. I was drifting off during meditation since I'd stayed up too late the night before. The little hand curled around my thumb. The little voice said, Hi, mom. This time I opened my eyes and looked at my hand. I saw nothing. A part of me knew I wouldn't, but a part of me was hoping it was a prank and someone's kid was running loose grabbing people. Nope. In my journal, I explored his sudden appearance. Perhaps on a different timeline, I was meant to be his mom. Perhaps I had been his mom in a past life. Perhaps I was about to meet a man who would sweep me off my feet and make me want to have his baby. I didn't know. I am a seer for others, but cannot see for myself. I still don't know why the little boy came to me. He hasn't been back since that second appearance, and I still have not had any children nor do I plan to. I have come to understand that spirits may choose us, but we don't have to receive them, and vice versa. We have free will, and while I'm not entirely sure how it works before we are incarnated, I do believe it is in play then. I feel clear that I chose both my birth parents and my adoptive parents for specific reasons that feel very karmic in nature. Also, while I'm not a mom to a child or even a few children, I have owned being a kind of mother energy for the world, providing the nurturing and unconditional love to everyone that is typically seen by a mother for her child. Thank you for tuning in. Next episode, I'll share my adventure with receiving a gift from a guru. Until then, remember that your spiritual journey is a supernatural adventure in and of itself. Enjoy the unfolding and embrace the unknown.
1: Thank you for joining today's Adventures in Mysticism with Leah Grant. To go on more journeys with Leah, subscribe now. To step more fully into your spiritual role of bringing about a positive high-frequency future for humanity, visit AdventuresInMysticism.com.